0: Hello and welcome to Optimal Insights, the podcast that brings you Colorado industry leaders providing you with their expert insights for senior care. My name is Jeff Mantle and I will be your host. And today I'm very excited. We're gonna be speaking with Mike Mascarinas. He is the regional business development director for Optimal Hospice. I worked with him for some time. He's just an amazing guy. He is, he is the perfect guy that you want. Uh, leading your business development team for hospice care. His heart is about as big as they come. And so I've been looking forward to this conversation for quite some time. If you haven't done so already, please like and subscribe to our channel so that you get this information on a regular basis. So if you've got somebody that needs home care and, and hospice care, or you have a family member or a friend that might need it. I want them to be able to have these insights from these experts so that they can walk into situations feeling a little bit more calm, a little less anxious, having the curtain pulled back a little bit more on what this process is like and the team that is going to be there to support you. So without any further ado, let's have a great conversation with Mike. Mike, it is great to have you on the podcast. Welcome to Optimal Insights, my friend.
1: Thank you very much for the invite, Jeff. I'm very excited. This is great yeah. stuff we're, we're doing here.
0: It is. I love it. And I, I've been looking forward to having this conversation with you. Of course, we worked together for some time in hospice, uh, and I uh, I love working with you. You um, you just have that, as as a marketing director, you have that personality that just inspires people to go out and do great things. So... I've been looking forward to having you on here and just having a good conversation about what the last couple of years what what we've been through and what it looks like in the future because twenty twenty three was quite a year.
1: It was. It was uh it was fun, um, it was scary, it was all of the above. But uh <laughs> As I as as you all well know, Jeff, you know anything hard, yeah, it's worth it, you know, at the end. So, uh, 2023, I'm glad it's over, but I'm glad it happened also. So,
0: yeah, and 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 just to kind of bring to light what you mean by that, there was some incredible growth in hospice last year. I think it was near a hundred or almost a hundred in census. And anybody who's in the industry knows uh, when you grow that much. It's not just all uh, let's throw a party and confetti in the air. There is, there is a lot that goes into uh, making that happen uh, from staffing to, you know, just to administratively to be able to handle that kind of influx uh, of patients. And so I wanted to talk a little bit about that with you, because I think at the beginning of last year, what were we like around close to 80? You know, we yeah, were, close we were to like 78 80 census.
1: census. When uh start of uh, twenty twenty three, absolutely, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. And when I started, we were at a census of twenty. So yeah, you'd uh, seen you know, a lot in your days <laughs> er, early on, and and you know, it was. I, I remember it. We kind of grew in stages. You know, we'd go from twenty to fifty, and we'd hang out there for a while, and then fifty, and we'd fluctuate up and down because finding. And I, I'll say this, but I want you to expound on it finding the right team uh, to make it happen is hard work. Um, so I wanted you to kind of share a little bit about that. Because when, when you're in hospice, you're not just working with your own team. Like you've got your marketers. It, it's, a, it's practically like a family. If you don't all work together, uh, it's not going to work. So share with us a little bit about what it's like, what it was like for you, kind of the challenges and the victories of going through a 2023.
1: Well, it first started with uh, we got a new owner, uh, Jason Lane, coming aboard. Uh, So him and Edwin uh, joined forces. And that was a challenge in itself, just kind of getting to know Jason and kind of his perspective on hospice and his vision. And then, you know, once we once I was able to kind of get comfortable with Jason, then we kind of had a vision and a plan together that we executed. And, you know, with with the growth, Jeff, you know, we, we gained uh, practically 100 in census, but really there was a lot to that just besides a marketing team. I mean, I have a great marketing team, and what really makes my marketing team great is is their hearts. Um, you know, hospice is a different cell than uh, any other type of uh, industry product line, and that was the key. We had to find the right Marketers first, and then we already had great nurses on, and we just had to keep adding good nurses, great nurses with big hearts, a hospice heart, as I always call it. And then, really, Jeff, like you mentioned it before, when you started, I mean, that sentence was 20, but using that base that when you started in the company and uh, Virginia Dannon overseeing uh, this product line, just that foundation that you guys laid gave us a springboard for 2023 to really um, excel in, in, in the communities. And, um, you know, like you said, it's just been it's been some good days, some bad days, some exciting days, but it, it really started with our care team and, like you said, getting that right team together. Um, and we're always improving, you know. We're always improving the team. We're always looking for talent in the communities, territories that we service, and we um, we really just strive to be the best, really, is what yeah. we do and, and with that growth outside of you know numbers, what really you know makes my heart sh- smile is you know we grew a hundred and something in census. It's, it's the families, it's the patients that we got to know, we got to impact. Um, that that really uh, motivates. Me.
0: Um, well, Mike, I totally understand where you're coming from. This is. Hospice is a team effort more than just about anything I've ever done. I, I think, you know, the listeners know I was in ministry for a long time and ministry is you're in people's lives, you're you're helping to change lives, you're there to support them. I don't know of any other job out there, aside from maybe counseling or therapy, where it's more, you're really ministering to people. I mean, you get to sit down with families Cry with them, pray with them, just be there with them as they're going through this very emotional time in their life. So uh, that touches a heartstring with me too. I, I, I love that uh, about hospice work. Uh, you mentioned it there, and that I want to expand on this a little bit too. And that is our partnership with home care. Uh, I know Edwin and, and Chad. You know they they had optimal home care for seventeen years almost before bringing on hospice. And it it's a difficult challenge when you bring on a whole new agency and they're used to working like a well-oiled machine over here and then you kind of cram something in here. And I remember we went through some growing pains. Um, but in the end, I think we were talking before we even started recording, um, this relationship, this partnership, hospice wouldn't be what it is now uh, without home care. And there is this kind of synergy even with patients that start out in home care and can move and transition down into hospice, can you talk us through that a little bit?
1: Yeah, so like you said, it's the the relationships that home health has, has created has you know we've used that as a springboard. They've done such a fine job of relationship building. The care that they have provided. So it's it's very easy to go into an account and they're, they're already happy with optimal name already. So it's pretty much an easy transition from an optimal home health patient to transition then to an optimal hospice patient. You know, we have the same values, same core beliefs and the patient gets the same type of care that they did with home health.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It is nice having the same kind of we joked about it a lot. We've talked about it a lot, like the optimal way. You know, it took a long time for it took a long time for a hospice to kind of understand that because it was the new kid on the block, you know. But I feel like what you said is exactly true. The same care, the same support, the same attention to detail and focus on the details that you get with home care is prevalent now in hospice as well. So it is one one family. Uh, yeah. I really appreciate that about just being with Optimal. Yeah. Um, so you've been with Optimal now for going on three years. Is it three and a half yes, years?
1: Uh, no, it's a little bit over two years. So two about two and a half years now.
0: It just seems like we've been together Optimal for years. longer than that. <laughs> Over, <yeah. laughs> but but you were, you've been in this industry for a long time. And so you brought a lot of experience with you uh, coming into Optimal. Tell us a little bit about your background.
1: So I am an RN by trade. So um, I did that probably direct patient care for about eight to nine years. And then, uh, you know, expanded my family, and life. So I, I got out of the patient care and, and I just had a friend that was in pharmaceutical sales. And he says, Mike, you know, you have that personality to get into sales. So I started my journey into pharmaceutical sales, a little bit of device sales, and then um, started running some agencies for home health. And I really felt, you know, that was kind of my direction because I you know, I could see the impact that we we'd make on patients, whereas, you know, pharmaceuticals, you don't really have that patient contact or family contact. So once I got the taste of home health, I fell in love with it. And then to even expand more, the hospice portion of it, I've been in hospice now uh, with Optimal in my past life for about six, seven years now, and it's I, I kind of regret that I didn't do it When I first started my nursing career, because it's just a perfect fit for me, Um, it's—I don't know—I don't know how to explain it, Jeff. Uh, It's uh, just—it feels like home.
0: Oh, I know exactly what you mean. Yeah, I know exactly what you mean, and it is hard to explain it to people who are not in the industry because they look at hospice and they're so grateful. Anybody that's experienced it's so grateful, but they're like, "How do you handle?" The emotion. How do you handle the loss? It's just continual. It's just it's stressful because we are entering into this family's dynamic at one of the worst times of their lives. I mean, that's what it feels like to them. Very emotional. It's challenging, but like you said, if if you were kind of created to be in this job, it it is it's an honor to be able to help people through that. And uh,
1: it's a, a. just an honor to, you know, it might be the ending point of their life, but I just feel like, again, you brought up God. And I just feel like they put us together for a reason. I take that very seriously. And, and, you know, end of life, it's, it's their journey. I want to make that last part special to them. so
0: Yeah. Yeah. And you do, you do a great job with that. And, and I, I think it has to be a huge plus for you having that clinical RN, background. Um, yeah. how does that help you like day to day? I know you're not practicing as a, a nurse right now, but having that knowledge, having that background has got to be a big help.
1: Well, it helps in a lot of ways. Um, like if, if to going out and doing the day-to-day marketing, speaking with physicians, speaking with other nurses, uh, kind of knowing their life, they feel more comfortable talking with, uh, a, a medical person because you know, we can talk the lingo, shall we say. And right, then with right. patients, you know, when we do our consultations, being an RN, I have that little more advanced, you know, from either education or just my um, experience, you know, working with other patients that I can help. You know, this is, you know, uh, I can kind of ease ease the room with the families, you know, because I've seen it before. Uh, I've experienced it before, and it helps, us to, it helps tremendously. I, really it does. Yeah.
0: Yeah, that's great. And so, you know, Optimal Insights is all about bringing insights that help families and and, you know, potential patients and families that we bring on service. Tell me a little bit, tell us a little bit about what makes Optimal Hospice special. I mean, I feel like I could go on forever because I love that team so much. But for you, if somebody's just listening today and they, they potentially have somebody that they need to bring on hospice service soon, what makes Optimal Hospice and our team stand out?
1: Well, not only what I feel the most important thing is, is our care and, and how we go about our care. It's, it's coming from a, a compassionate heart, first and foremost. So that really makes it stand out right away. Um, and then us being locally owned, hospice company. It uh, kind of takes away all the red tape so we can make changes. We can adapt to family needs. We can adapt to um, facility or account needs right away. We're we're uh, emitting same day. We emit uh, patients on the weekends if need be. We emit patients after hours. And there's not a lot of companies nowadays that do that. They kind of triage their patients. And it's because of cost, right? They can't or they don't have the staffing to do it and uh so we're we're really special and unique in that way that we can uh kind of just adapt our care to the care of the patient.
0: Yeah. I think you're exactly right and and we also besides having a uh, a new owner co- uh, co-owner with Edwin and Jason, we also have Jan Arnott who is a new director and she and Amanda and the other supervisors they've done a phenomenal job with staffing, haven't they? Oh, I mean yeah. During this, during this time when it is so hard to get a nurse, I mean, there's just so many jobs, there's a shortage, so so hard to do that. We have nurses and CNAs and clinicians. We have people coming on because they hear from people already on the team, how great it is to work there. And you need to work here. I mean, I, I remember when that happened the first time when I was doing a lot of the recruiting when we were early on. The first time that happened, I was like, yes, this is like, that's a huge hurdle to hit when you have a reputation that we are a great place to work. And um, one of the things that is great about Optimal, I'm, I'm jumping in on your answer here because I, no, I am so passionate about this. But, but the staffing is huge. We are staffed. Like we are staffed up. We're we're not in there. I don't walk into the office and find people scrambling to figure out, okay, we need to change this or reduce visits for this person so we can add a visit to this person. Everybody's getting what they need. Everybody, not just what they need, everybody's getting what they deserve. Everybody deserves awesome care. And yes. you and your marketing team are so, you know, so knowledgeable, you're, you're experts at it. So they get, these families and patients get expert care from the first time they sit down with. One of the liaisons, the marketer, all the way till the end of life. I, I just feel super passionate and grateful for that.
1: Yeah, me too, Jeff. And that's what kind of drew me to Optimal. You know, I was thinking it's like when I first came here. You know, what other place have I worked where I can have an owner come directly to me and sit down and talk for thirty minutes, forty five minutes, and just get to know him, get to share visions together i mean there's no other company that does that and and i don't want to sell our owners short the heart that edwin and jason have for hospice and home health just for individuals you know it uh directly um it, it kind of you know how the saying goes it starts from the top all the way down so i attribute yeah. the hearts and the dedication of our owners it just trickles down to all the staff and um, i've been, i've never experienced it before in my life and i've I'm I'm kind of old, so I've been around the block a little <laughs> bit. And uh, Optimal is unique, very unique. Yeah,
0: place. well, it's true. And and you know when uh, when Edwin took on Optimal, I'm sorry, when Edwin took on the Optimal Hospice at the time, it was Pinnacle Hospice, and his sister was running it. And tragically, his sister passed uh, from cancer, and. He did not want to take it on. Like he was scared of it. This is the owner. Like he's like, Oh my gosh. It, it just felt heavy to him. But then when he took it on, kind of what we shared earlier, he fell in love with it because of the compassion that is involved and, and the care that's there. And I mean, it is we, I love bringing on nurses for, for you know, during COVID, they're so burnout in the hospitals. And they, I remember having conversations with the nurses and they say, I just want to hold somebody's hand and love them. Like, yes. I just want to love, them. I don't want to be in the hospital grinding it through. I just want to be with somebody. And so they come in and do that. And I feel like Edwin kind of went through that same transition. Like home care is, it's a whole different ball game. Um, but when he came and he brought on hospice, he, he totally fell in love with it and he's got a huge heart and, uh, same with Jason, you know, Jason a lot better than I do. Um, but we just have an amazing ownership team. We've got a, a great team. So I wanted to end here with a time to just share for you to share with us about what our partnerships with the facilities, um, what they do for us. You know, we talk, I've talked with other facility EDs, uh, executive directors, and I'm going to be talking to more uh, in the, in the future here in the next couple of weeks. But, Having the partnership that we do and working with these is special. So I want you to just kind of share a little bit about what those partnerships mean to you and to our team, uh, but most importantly, what they mean to our patients and their care.
1: Well, I think what, uh, again, stands us out, Optimal stands out in the in the communities is our partnerships with facilities and how we have, through home health, starting out from, you know, getting us that base, how to be good communicators, how to be, uh, good, true partners, you know, there's a lot of times where people will talk about partnerships, but it's always a one-way street, you know. Mm. Oh, we'll be your partner, just give us the business and all that. And I think with our our ways, we, we truly want to be a partner 50-50. So we're not only helping them with their patients for hospice or home health, we're also advocates for family members if, if need be. We also, you know, with COVID, there's been staffing shortages throughout the country. And we try to help our partners, you know, find mm-hmm. staffing if, if that's if that's what they need. So we really look at the complete picture of the partnership, not just revenue or, or referrals going back and forth. We really want to be the complete and almost like a family, Jeff, almost just kind of like a family. Like my family needs help over in this area. And we're going to try to do our best to help them that way. And I think that's what really solidifies the trust and the um uh, be a partnership with, the, with these other facilities.
0: Yeah, well said. I, I totally agree. And, and the family is a great way to describe that because really it's, the partnership is our team and if the family member's in a facility, some are at home, so I understand that too. But it's us, the facilities team, and the family yes like the family the POA whoever that is like they're in charge they give the marching orders and and we all work for them yeah. um but work work isn't the best word because we're all like we when we bring these patients on our nurses and CNAs I mean everybody falls in love with these patients yes. I mean you're with them and you really are part of the family and so it is a cohesive synergetic – it's a it's a team working together and we're better together the the care is is off the charts, and I've shared this with people. You know, statistics show that people live longer when they're on hospice mm-hmm. because all of those people are in their lives on a regular basis, and yeah. it's a it really is a beautiful thing.
1: Yeah, and, I, and and that's a good point to bring up too about hospice. You know, a lot of people hear that H word and they're very scared of that. You know, oh my gosh, they're going to put my loved one on hospice. You know, they're they're going to pass away shortly. And truly, it is just an extra layer of care that is provided. Mm-hmm. And it, and what's really great about it, it's it's a free service. Medicare, you know, uh, provides that. And that's and nowadays, you know, with <clears throat> with the country and the world that it, that we're living in, there's not a lot of things that are free. And mm-hmm. um, so just to capitalize on that, it's just a such a benefit for the facilities. For, and most importantly, the families getting that extra layer of care. They don't have to pay for it. Um, and it, it's just there till till end of life. So, you know, we, we have patients that have been on hospice for two weeks and we have some patients that have been on hospice for a year. You know, it just depends. It's their yeah. journey. So I really yeah. emphasize, you know, people to capitalize on that free benefit that Medicare provides.
0: Great point. And the, the team... Um, everybody gets the same level of care, but when, when the need is there and somebody really is at end of life, like somebody could pass later today, yep. that is, I love going into the office when we're bringing somebody on like that, because everybody jumps on yep. and man, if somebody doesn't get on hospice care before they pass, the whole office gets depressed. Like, yeah. We, could, we couldn't care for that person yes. They needed us, and we couldn't do it. Like, so if somebody, uh, we, I know, and you've been a part of this too. We've had, we've taken people on and gotten them on care in four hours, like mm-hmm. boom, all the way through to make sure that they have it. And that's where the passion comes in. Hospice care is not a job. It is, it is got to be part of you. It's got to be yeah. inside.
1: It's your, it's a life. Yes. I
0: agree. Well, Mike. Thank you for taking the time out of your day. It's taken a little while. We had technical issues, and, uh, we, but we made it happen. And uh, you're a star. I really love working with you. So grateful that you're there with hospice. And uh, it's, been, it's been awesome. So thanks for being on the podcast today.
1: I appreciate you, Jeff. And thank you for all that. And don't sell yourself short. You're a bigger star.
0: Oh, no. You're the bigger star. The bigger. <laughs> all right, man. You have a great day. All right, have a blessed day.